Alrighty, well, hello, hello, and welcome to Shooting the Shit. I am Matt, and I am still by myself, so you're stuck with me. I keep trying to save these articles to read, uh, you know, so I have someone to talk with and talk to and converse with about them, but uh, there'll be more. <laughs> so for now, you're stuck with me. I'm not sure where to begin. Let's begin with pissing you off. How about that? Um, this was recent. This was in the last week or so. <clears throat> um, and now I, 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 I printed off these articles so there's no dates on them, so I can't give you an exact fucking time uh, or date when it was done. But um, if you have any complaints about that, give me an email at stspodcast18 at gmail.com. That's stspodcast18 at gmail.com. And I will get back to you uh, promptly. And that is a promise you have by me. So... Um, and if there's any barking tonight, I got one fucking dog outside who thinks they see or hear or smell or whatever, something. And, uh, so he barks and he won't come in, which I guess maybe it's good for me and my chickens, but, uh, well, primarily the chickens, but they're, they're, they're pinned up in the, in the coop tonight. They're shut up, so. Um... So I don't know. Anyway, so he barks, the others hear him, and they all start in. You know how dogs go. So, all right. <clears throat> Speaking of dogs, his first story. What a... uh, police in Florida, this is Edgewater, Florida, removed three children and 245 animals from a home following a wellness check. 245. Uh, what the hell? Alrighty, muted notifications. So that shouldn't happen anymore. <clears throat> um, or at least. Anyway, alrighty. 245 fucking animals from a home uh, during a wellness check. Edgewater police statement says it was immediately evident neither the children nor the animals had been cared for properly. <clears throat> now, when I when I looked at the article online when I first found it. Um, there were pictures. Um, initially, the home just looked cluttered. I mean, having that many creatures in one home, but the first picture was just like of the kitchen and stuff, and then you get on and there's just, like, yeah, it was bad. Officers said the children, ages 8, 9, and 10, were living with three adults amid rotting food, animal feces, and urine. Investigators counted... Okay, here's the count. Somebody adding? Get your calculators ready. You had, you've been forewarned. You've been forewarned. Investigators counted. 95 mice, 60 rats, 23 baby rats, 14 birds, 2 rabbits, 10 flying opossums, which I looked that up, and those are those little sugar gliders that you get at the fucking mall. Uh, they're expensive, and they had 10 of them. Um, 9 guinea pigs... Seven bearded dragons, four dogs, four hamsters, two cats, two geckos, a tortoise, a hedgehog, and another guinea pig was found dead. <clears throat> um, I would say they were raising bait for something, but they don't have anything big enough, well, except for the dogs and the cats, to eat the freaking mice, rats, baby rats, birds, rabbits, and opossums. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, did you keep count? Was that 245? It was a 246 with the 
dead guinea pig? I didn't add it up, so. Uh, they report the adults are being charged with three counts of abuse and 66 counts of animal cruelty. The children were placed with relatives. So, you know, that is messed up. It doesn't say how big the house is. You know these, these articles, you know they always leave me with questions. They didn't say how big the house is. Um, or if there's any property involved. Were they renting or were they owning? Yep. It just doesn't say so. So, all my Midwesterners out there, all my southern boys and girls, Anybody who has ever hunted, fished, or had any dealings with um, barnyard-style animals, here is a show for you to watch. It'll be appearing on, I think it's BBC4. Yep. <clears throat> it's called Meet the Family. M-E-A-T. Meet the Family. <clears throat> It's one of the most shocking ultimatums delivered on television. Go vegan or we kill your pet. New British reality show called Meet the Family. Um, not only will find a family of unrepentant carnivores, they'll have to let an animal they have uh, adopted and grown uh, gosh, I don't have my glasses on tonight, so. And I know what this says, and I'm anticipating it. So, anyway. Okay. Not only will the family of unrepentant carnivores have to let an animal that they have adopted and grown to love go for slaughter if they refuse to stop eating meat, they'll be asked to cook it and eat it. Okay. I don't see a problem here. Now, remember, this is in uh, Great Britain, it's on BBC4, Channel 4. For those of you who get that, you can download an app, I'm sure. Um, that's their public broadcasting, BBC channels. Um, I think there's six of them. Experts are saying... Experts, experts. They're saying that... There's the dogs, told you. Hush. 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 She likes to argue with me. With with experts saying we have to eat less meat to save our, uh, to stave off climate change, Channel Four show challenges four heavy meat eating families to take home and look after an animal which ends up most often on their plates, <clears throat> or the animal. So if you primarily eat beef, you're getting a fucking cow. If you eat pork, a pig. I would do something small. I'd claim it's freaking rabbits or some shit. That way you don't... I mean, they're easier to clean up. But anyway, uh, an analyst called the show the most transgressive of the year, the world's biggest entertainment market in France. Huh. Yeah, I don't understand what that sentence was, but... Um, it's not sex or drugs anymore. Meat is becoming the next big taboo. 
<laughs> uh, the question they're asking is, how can you cuddle with your dog while you're putting another animal in the oven? Dogs just don't taste that good. They're kind of stringy, chewy. You know, that's how. Um, a cow doesn't fucking fetch. I'm sure you could train it to do and act in a similar manner of that. But it doesn't fetch. Um, it doesn't cuddle with you. You know, um, you can't rightly housebreak them. So, yeah. The first episode of Meet the Family that involved a lamb, a pig, a chicken, and a calf. How much lamb do those people eat for that to be their animal? That's a lot. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of lamb, but, um, yeah. Um, they have to treat the animals like a member, member of the family for three weeks. That's it? Three weeks? You can't fatten anything up over three weeks. Sheesh. Uh, then, in the end, they have to decide whether they're going to put it in the oven or goes to an animal sanctuary. Channel 4 said the three-hour-long shows see... And they got long-ass shows over there, too. I noticed that when I was traveling. Um, you're watching something, and you're waiting for it to be over, and it just fucking drones on and on. And you're just like, oh, my God, what is wrong with this? Is this the same show? Is this a new episode? Are we running a marathon here? What the fuck's going on? <clears throat> Channel 4 said the three-hour-long show will confront <laughs> the reality of an animal's journey from field to plate. It's not a reality if you bring it in the house and give it a goddamn bath. That's not reality. That shit really doesn't happen. Uh, I don't know. Did they have to take it in the house? Have they said that yet? Um, they said the show is seriously examines animal behavior and intelligence and the farming practices required to meet the demands of hungry consumers. Okay. That sometimes farmers practices like that on big corporations and big uh but those animals are raised for that specific purpose. We have chickens. We have chickens, right? And right now their purpose is to provide us with eggs. And they're they're doing pretty good actually. We're getting about two dozen anywhere from eighteen to twenty four a day, which is a shit ton, by the way. Um Got eggs stacked up everywhere. <clears throat> We're selling them. Uh, if you want to buy some, hey, shoot me an email, stspodcast18 at gmail.com. That's stspodcast18 at gmail.com. And I'll gladly sell you some. $4 a dozen if you bring me a carton, it's only 3 How about that? Uh, but anyway, once those chickens stop laying eggs, they end up in my freezer. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's a, they're there to provide a purpose. And so these animals uh, at these mat, these giant you know farms, they're raised for a purpose, um, and that purpose is to be on your table. There are like twice as many. I, I could look. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but there are like twice as many or three, four times whatever of cows in the United States than there are people because we eat so much fucking beef, and I bet a lot of it does go to waste. That's a shame. It used to be you had the sorry. It used to be you had the government surplus stuff, um, and it was less favorable food items. But it fed people. It kept people alive. It kept their tummies full. Um. And I and I I know that probably a lot of you know we get our. 
because for every every pound of ground beef that you get off a cow, like for for the amount of so typically when you butcher a cow and you're getting all your cuts out of it, right? And the ground beef you get, we eat, I bet you, 40, 50 times more ground beef um, or ground beef products than we do the rest of the cow. So a lot of that good meat is either uh, going into your ground beef or it's going to waste. Uh, And I just think, you know, anyway... And people who have their steaks well done, that shit's going to waste too. So, fuck you. I said it. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, where'd I end up? So, what the fuck? I lost my place here, peoples. Oh, yeah. The impact uh, the meat industries. Okay, so. Uh, Dan- Daniela Newman heard of... What? The makers spun gold. Defend the premise saying it was taking on some really timely themes of ethical eating. I don't know what spun gold is. Well as and well as asking difficult questions. Please, I don't know. This, this is a British article, so it does kind of read kind of hard. Why do we find it acceptable to eat a lamb, but we wouldn't eat our pet dog. Well, because one is a farm animal and one is a pet. Uh, you could go back to meat once you've put a name. You Could you go back to meat once you put a name and a face to a meal? Yes. Yes, I could. She insisted the series, which will air in the new year, also contains some heartwarming moments. Of what? And then, again, three weeks is not enough time. Let them live with it for a fucking for six months. That's that's plenty. Three weeks is not enough time to, to have any growth in that animal whatsoever to be able to butcher it. So either they're getting like a full-grown fucking animal um, or they're getting a piglet. And then, yeah, you got to let them grow. you got to let those things grow. Put them in the ground, a little bit of water, a little bit of fertilizer, some sunlight. They'll grow just fine. With interest from buyers brisk, the show is likely to go international quickly. I hope it does. I fucking hope it does. I want to meet this. I want to. I want to watch this. Meet the family. Um, and you know, so there are tons and tons of shows that we copy or they copy off of us. Um, sometimes the names are the same, like Shameless, um, which is an HBO show, but it originated in in, in the UK. Um, America's Got Talent. Um, those are two that I can think of off the top of my head. However, they have a show called If You Can't Pay, We'll Take It Away. And it's like those repo shows that we have. Um, uh, I don't know, the repo shows where they come and repossess people's vehicles and motorcycles and ATVs or whatever. It's like that, but anyway, that's the theme of it. So, I'm, I'm running long on time here. Man, I didn't realize it was going to be this long. This would have been a fun article to read, and I maybe I'll read it again in a couple weeks when Spencer's back, but anyway. Uh, where did I leave off? Interest, okay. 
international. There you go. Uh, Meet the Family is one of a wave of new shows that will deal with social responsibility. Channels 4 uh, Segregation Experiment is a diverse class of British school children discover how racist ideas can slip unconsciously into the culture and have... Okay, so that gets off track there. Let's see. Okay. So, it gets way off track then. Starts talking about other subjects. And, uh... Yeah, starts talking about... Is it a totally different topic? Is that a different story here? Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. Um... So, right now, I want to take a break, and uh, we'll be back after this word from our sponsor. And I'm back. Still just me. Just a match show. Here we go. Alrighty. So, it all started around January 2011, when the otherwise unhealthy... What the hell? Did I start in the middle of the fucking thing? No. When an otherwise healthy 46-year-old was hit with symptoms including dizziness, brain fog, and uncharacteristic aggression. Doctors couldn't work out what was wrong with him. And this was something I would like to try. I don't know if I'd like to have it. But uh, doctors couldn't work out what was wrong with him. And he re was referred to psychiatric, a psychiatrist who prescribed antidepressants in 2014. Man, that's three fucking years. Uh, but his symptoms persisted, and one morning he was pulled over by police for drunk driving. The man insisted he hadn't had any alcohol, but his blood alcohol test told a different story, suggesting that he had consumed 20 standard alcoholic drinks, and he was promptly arrested. His aunt, who had heard of similar... He's not outside anymore, dingbat. Dingbat. Don't argue with me. Don't. Don't do it. Uh, his aunt, who had heard of similar cases where people acted inebriated despite claiming not to have consumed alcohol, urged him to have more tests. Doctors found the fungus Sacca-something-something cerveces, or brewer's yeast, in the man's stool sample. The fungus was commonly used to, in brewing to turn carbohydrates into alcohol and was kicking off the process in the man's digestive system, causing his alcohol blood level test to spike without him even drinking. Well, there you go. If you're going to have a disease, that's what you need. Let me see here. It's called auto... What did they call it here? Uh, they called it... Oh, they didn't... Anyway, so it's called auto brewery syndrome. Yep, you, you get some medical knowledge here. Dropping the, dropping the dr knowledge. Uh, auto brewery syndrome is also known as ferment, as gut fermentation syndrome. And androgynous ethanol fermentation. Okay. 
is sometimes called drunkenness disease, and the rare condition makes you intoxicated without drinking alcohol. It happens when your body turns sugary, starchy foods or carbohydrates into alcohol. Auto brewery syndrome can be difficult to diagnose. It may also be mistaken for other conditions, like alcoholism. Only a few cases have been reported in the last several decades. However, medical condition has been mentioned. <clears throat> in the news several times. Most of these stories involve people who were arrested for drinking and driving. Yeah. And I think you should, like, oh, I'm not feeling right. Why would, why would you fucking drive, I guess? 20 fucking, 20 standard fucking drinks. Nah, buddy, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> for example, one woman was found to have the condition after she was arrested for drunk driving in New York. Her blood alcohol level was four times the legal limit. How is she not dead? She wasn't charged because medical tests showed that auto brewery syndrome raised her blood alcohol levels. This is the type of story the media loves, but not likely to repeat itself very often. It's a real condition. It's important to get diagnosed if you feel you may have it. So go get checked, people. Go get checked. Take care of yourself. That's. <laughs> oh, could you imagine that? You'd be like, oh, you know, you're on a strict no-carb fucking diet. You'd be like, I feel like getting blasted tonight. So you have some fucking macaroni and cheese. <laughs> a little bowl of pasta. <laughs> what alert. Oh, man, yeah. That would be... Uh, I don't know. I like the flavor of some things. So beer is for one I like the flavor of. So... To have, to, to, to bypass that and not have the flavor. I mean, macaroni and cheese is all right, too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But beer, um, whiskey, especially some good whiskey. Um, they're good. Good rum. There's a real good rum. You go on a cruise and you come back with a little bit of this rum from Appleton Estates. It is fantastic. Um, it's really like liquid candy. I don't. There's no other way to describe it. And it's not like flavored shit. It's not strawberry or peach or um, where they make it all syrupy and gross. This is a uh, legit like rum. That's just the way it's made. You can totally taste like the molasses coming through. It's so fantastic. So um, anyway, all right. Well, I guess this is the show for this week. Uh, that first segment ran really long, um, longer than I suspected. Um, I do have another story. I hope it didn't get lost in my shuffle. You know what? I'm going to read it anyway. Hold on. Let me find it. Right here on top. You may have heard about this. <laughs> you may have heard about this. Um, an Australia man has pled guilty to manslaughter in the killing of a 60-year-old homeless man outside of Sydney Pub in December 2018. Oh, that was a year ago. Anyway, the Sydney Morning Herald reports that this guy, 30, had been drinking with a friend in Bondi Junction in December uh, when they went to get food at a nearby KFC. They have KFC in Bondi Junction, Australia. So, on the way back, 
he ran into this other guy. Uh, what's his name? Let's do first names. Christian, 30. He had been drinking with a friend. Uh, Christian ran into Mark, who had also been uh, imbibing. Uh, the pair got into an argument. I thought he was homeless. I thought it said homeless. Did it not say homeless? Anyway, um, the pair got into an argument on the sidewalk and quickly escalated into violence with the two men shoving and shouting at each other. Here's where... Now here's, here's where. All right. Nope, it's not here yet. Anyway, a bystander attempted to intervene and, and uh, Christian shooed her away. When he saw Thomas... When he saw Mark, sorry, rooting around in his backpack, telling her the man's trying to kill you, according to the news. At that point, here's, 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 here's the, uh, here's the, uh, it's coming up. Thomas reached into his satchel and pulled out an eight-inch knife, which he removed from his packaging, like he'd brand fucking new. He's wrapped in bubble wrap still. He then threatened the other man with it. Christian said, go on. He said, go on, fucking stab me then. And Thomas complied. He drove the blade into his abdomen, but the impact caused him to release the weapon. All right. Here's the kicker now. This is the kicker. Christian then pulled the knife out of his midsection and attacked Thomas with it, stabbing him 11 times. Uh, in the back and chest, going through his rib cage and piercing his heart. Security cameras captured the incident. I watched it. Um, it was just a bunch of scuffling around. The security camera was like across the street and on top of a super tall building, and it was just a weird angle. And the lighting was bad, and you know, the sun was setting and arising, whatever. Anyway, uh, and Mark was not so lucky. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, after paramedics could not stabilize him. Uh, they found that some of the wounds in his arms likely came from his attempt to defend himself. Look, I don't think the guy needed to die, but he did stab first. I mean, you know, and yeah, of course he's going to defend himself after getting stabbed 11 times, but after getting stabbed once. But man, ah. you stab first. Uh, you, they drew first blood. Yep. Well, in the hospital, um, Christian told the police, I'm so disappointed in myself. I just found out what I did. I'm sorry, that poor bloke. So, he was discharged from the hospital and immediately taken to jail. Let's see. He entered a plea of manslaughter on the basis of extreme provocation. Yep. So anyway, that was his next appearance. That was January. His next appearance is November 8th. Wow. Wow. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, extreme provocation. He was fucking stabbed in the gut. The guy fucking stabbed him. That's... Provocation, if you ask me. Um, I, you know, maybe he should have just stabbed him in the gut and walked away. Went to the hospital. That's a lot of exertion with the gut wound. Holy shit. 
and then to be like, I just found out what I did. You, you, you really? Eleven times, dude. You really just found out. I think you had an idea, man. <laughs> I think you had an idea. Alrighty, that is it for tonight's show. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, bitches, gripes, moans, complaints, you can shoot me an email at stspodcast18 at gmail.com. That's stspodcast18 at gmail.com. My battery's getting ready to die on my phone. Um, So, until next time, go fuck yourself.